0: Chapter 67 Enticing Sights and Sounds There is reason for deep solitude on your part for your children who have temptations to encounter at every advance step. It is impossible for them to avoid contact with evil associates. They will see sights, hear sounds, and be subjected to influences which are demoralizing and which unless they are thoroughly guarded, will imperceptibly but surely corrupt the heart and deform the character. In Christian homes, a bulwark should be built against temptation. Satan is using every means to make crime and degrading vice popular. We cannot walk the streets of our cities without encountering flaring notices of crime presented in some novel or to be acted at some theater. The mind is educated to familiarity with sin. The course pursued by the base and vile is kept before the people in the periodicals of the day, and everything that can arouse passion is brought before them in exciting stories. Some fathers and mothers are so indifferent, so careless, that they think it makes no difference whether their children attend a church school or a public school. We are in the world, they say, and we cannot get out of it. But, parents, we can get a good way out of the world If we choose to do so, we can avoid seeing many of the evils that are multiplying so fast in these last days. We can avoid hearing about much of the wickedness and crime that exist. Many of the popular publications of the day are filled with sensational stories that are educating the youth in wickedness and leading them in the path to perdition. Mere children in years are old in a knowledge of crime. They are incited to evil by the tales they read. In imagination they act over the deeds portrayed until their ambition is aroused to see what they can do in committing crime and evading punishment. To the active minds of children and youth, The scenes pictured in imaginary revelations of the future are realities. As revolutions are predicted in all manner of proceedings described that break down the barriers of law and self-restraint, many catch the spirit of these representations. They are led to the commission of crimes even worse, if possible, than these sensational writers depict. Through such influences as these, society is becoming demoralized. The seeds of lawlessness are sown, broadcast. None need marvel that a harvest of crime is the result. The lure of popular music. I feel alarmed as I witness everywhere the frivolity of young men and young women. Who profess to believe the truth. God does not seem to be in their thoughts. Their minds are filled with nonsense. Their conversation is only empty, vain talk. They have a keen ear for music, and Satan knows what organs to excite, to animate, engross and charm the mind so that Christ is not desired the spiritual longings of the soul for divine knowledge, for a growth in grace are wanting. I was shown that the youth must take a higher stand and make the word of God the man of their counsel and their guide. Solemn responsibilities rest upon the young which they lightly regard. The introduction of music into their homes instead of inciting to holiness and spirituality, has been the means of diverting their minds from the truth. Frivolous songs and the popular sheet music of the day seem congenial to their taste. The instruments of music have taken time, which should have been devoted to prayer. Music, when not abused, is a great blessing. But when put to a wrong use... It is a terrible curse. It excites, but does not impart that strength and courage which the Christian can find only at the throne of grace, while humbly making known his wants and with strong cries and tears pleading for heavenly strength to be fortified against the powerful temptations of the evil one. Satan is leading the young captive. Oh, what can I say to lead them to break his power of infatuation? He is a skillful charmer luring them on to perdition. This is an age when corruption is teeming everywhere. The lust of the eye and the corrupt passions are aroused by beholding and by reading. The heart is corrupted through the imagination. The mind takes pleasure in contemplating scenes which awaken the lower and baser passions. These vile images, seen through defiled imagination, corrupt the morals and prepare the deluded, infatuated beings to give loose rein to lustful passions. Then follow sins and crimes which drag beings formed in the image of God down to a level with the beasts, sinking them at last in perdition. Parents must exercise unceasing watchfulness that their children be not lost to God. The vows of David recorded in the 101st Psalm should be the vows of all upon whom rest the responsibilities of guarding the influences of the home, the psalmist declares. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandeth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart, will not I suffer. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house, He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. Say firmly, I will not spend precious moments in reading that which will be of no profit to me and which only unfits me of service to others. I will devote my time and my thoughts to acquiring a fitness for God's service. I will close my eyes to frivolous and sinful things. My ears are the Lord's, and I will not listen to the subtle reasoning of the enemy. My voice shall not in any way be subject to a will that is not under the influence of the Spirit of God. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and every power of my being shall be consecrated to worthy pursuits."